Welcome to the School of Unlearning. I'm your host, Elisa Haggerty. I've always believed in the power of questions. They create a gap, a space where we pause and begin to challenge the world around us. Without questions, we're stuck in the trance of life, a life given to us versus one created with agency. Your journey to rethink and unlearn the norms no longer serving you begins now. Hey you, welcome to 5-Minute Fridays. This is the time we take together to decompress and process whatever's top of mind. I know from my 37 years of experience of being a human and my 18 years of being a coach that whatever's top of mind for me is definitely not unique to me. Today, stories are top of mind. Okay, we have five minutes and a lot can happen in five minutes. So here we go. Joan Didion, one of my favorite thinkers and writers says, we tell ourselves stories in order to live. I've been thinking a lot about stories lately. Launching a podcast certainly creates an opportunity to do that. But as I look back, stories have always been central to how I've showed up in the world. Our complex, beautiful brains are designed to create stories after all. They're meaning-making machines. We create stories to make sense of the world around us, to create safety and a sense of self in an ever-changing world. Our stories are our anchors through each chapter of life. I'm sure you can resonate, you know, within seconds, the arrival of an email from the boss or a text message from a friend, or maybe someone unfollows you on Instagram and whoosh, you're swept off into an entire mental movie called Why I'll Never Have Enough Friends. Stories can be nourishing. They can be uplifting. They can ignite passion. And yes, they can most certainly create drama. Most times, in fact, they create drama unless we proactively become aware of them, question them and rewrite them. I remember growing up as the youngest of seven kids in a suburban home in New Jersey. Uh, the sport in our household was basketball, and I believed one day I would play for the New York Knicks, and no one could tell me differently. The WNBA had not been created yet, and so playing for the Knicks seemed like the most viable option for me after, you know, a successful career at Stanford University. This story I created at the sweet age of nine years old is what drove me. I envisioned hitting game-winning shots, walking into packed arenas like I saw on TV, and making something of my ability. This story took me places, and it helped me believe in a version of me I wanted to grow into, I wanted to become. I never started or ended up playing for Stanford University. Apparently, being a C-plus student was not going to meet the rigor of that institution, but I did, in fact, earn a full scholarship to play basketball in college. That story, although I didn't play for the Knicks, ended up serving me quite well. I also remember other stories as I grew up um, over the years with work and relationships where I convinced myself that I was perhaps not lovable or good enough to be with a person or the person who just broke up with me, or I broke up with them, whatever the story. These stories were not aspirational, though, my friends. They were dark and heavy, and they stayed with me no matter how many times I repeated mantras. I didn't realize it at the time, but these stories of not enough, or I'm not okay, or they're wrong, were actually quite adaptive and even purposeful once I slowed down to question them. These stories of not enough were also doing something really important. They were preventing me from feeling my feelings. Drama takes up a lot of mental real estate. It in fact clouds much of our human experience, and it's an excellent tool at masking or blocking the hard emotion. No wonder the entire world is caught up in shame, blame, gossip, and never having enough. Emotions are hard, they're sticky, they're complex, and mostly we have zero training on how to work with them. And so we're going to do anything we can to avoid experiencing them. 
When I slow down and move into a place of questioning, I'm able to create a gap, a space where I can do what Byron Katie calls the work. Byron offers us four prompts to challenge thoughts and stories that are causing us suffering. Number one, is it true? Number two, can I absolutely know it's true? And number three, how do I react when I believe that thought and story? And four, could the opposite be just as true? The School of Unlearning is a place to examine, to learn, unlearn, and yes, write our own stories. And so right now for you, I'm sure there's something going on that's taking up serious mental real estate. Maybe you're going through it with your partner. Your rent check just bounced. Your family never seems to understand you or you never feel like you have enough. I get it. I've been there and yes, I'm still there sometimes because I'm human too. Sharon Salzberg, one of my favorite minds in mindfulness meditation, uh, has a book called Real Love. And in it, she says, until we begin to question our basic assumptions about ourselves and view them as fluid, not fixed, it's easy to repeat established patterns and out of habit, reenact old stories that limit our ability to live and love ourselves with an open heart. Listen, friend, me, you, and the entire world, we have a chance to rewrite our stories each and every day. And when we do this, the results are life-changing. I remember after a few serious concussions, I was struggling with anxiety and depression. I had tried everything from matcha to meditation to mindfulness to supplements, and I finally met with a neurologist. He looked me square in the eyes and gave me a firm directive. Write your story, Elisa. You are the author of your life. Here's my prompt for you today. No matter what's going on, job loss, divorce, friendship strain, transitions, I want you to ask yourself one question. What is the most compassionate story I can write about my life? Write it out. And if you don't like writing, speak it out. Maybe in the shower if you wish. But most of all, begin acting like you're the author of your life. Because you are. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the School of Unlearning podcast. You can follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Be sure to check out the show notes, complete with links and insight you won't want to miss. If you enjoyed this episode, take one minute to rate, review, and share this podcast. Because our learning and unlearning never ends, and we don't have to do it alone.